Hello and welcome everybody, episode 7 of K-Pop Week. As always, we are here to bring you the latest in comebacks, updates, and news. I am Haley, and I have with me once again my co-host Top. Hey guys, how's it going? So, it's been another great week. We have six comebacks to cover, and I think that... Might as well start with Winner. <laughs> Winner came back with their second full album, title track is Every Day. Did you did you listen to the album? Um, I've listened to a couple of the songs. The album itself is just amazing, which I actually didn't notice, and I actually got yelled at by a couple of inner circles that the members did the entire like album packaging. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, apparently like they took their own pictures, they edited it, they put together like all the design details, like they picked everything out. Like the members did, I think a good seventy to ninety percent. That's so cool, because one of the main criticisms you hear about K-pop is that, like, they don't actually do the stuff themselves. Like, they're, like, they're not artists if they don't write the songs and this and that. We're slowly seeing a push in that direction where they had a hand in composing all the songs on the album, too, didn't they? I'm pretty sure most, if not all of them, they had something to do with. Because I know Romino does a lot of it. I think Hoon does, too. Yeah, it's really cool. And, like, YG of all companies... To, to give them this opportunity is really cool. Yeah, I think they got a new management team, and that might be kind of why. Okay. Who is it? I know Icon shares a management team with somebody. But basically the people that tell them, like, yes or no, you can do this, you can't do that. Winner has their own now, so that might have had something to do with why they were allowed to pretty much do whatever they wanted for this. Okay. So that kind of makes me look at it in a new light, just kind of keeping in the back of my mind now that they made a lot of these choices. I didn't care for the title track, actually. Yeah, I, I, I'm conflicted. It, the song itself is good, minus the auto-tune. If they didn't auto-tune it to Hell and Back, it would be really, really good. Yeah, they uh, they released a V-Live. It was like one of the, the tipsy live mm-hmm. things where they're all just like, drinking soju and singing at a table with no sound system and they sound better in that than they do on their recorded version. What I think you run into when you auto-tune the songs is what happens when they sing live because it's obviously not going to sound as auto-tuned because you can't continuously do that if they're singing live as you would. Yeah, it's it's going to sound completely different. Yeah, so why even bother auto-tuning it? They can sing. Yeah, that's why. What happened that they felt the need to just... I've always considered Winner to be, like, one of the better vocal groups. Even with Taehyun having left, I think that Sung Yoon is honestly one of my favorite voices in K-pop right now. Mm-hmm. So to hear the fact that, like, he got the whole chorus, but it's all just completely auto-tuned, I was like, no, they're better than this. <laughs> Maybe the rappers might not have been able to hold a melody, I don't know, but... I, I think that it's pretty disappointing. Well, I mean, 
they all sang in really, really. So I yeah. don't know why they felt the need to just auto-tune it. I don't get it. They can all they can all sing. I'm pretty sure I've heard them all sing at one point. This this album definitely kind of pushes more in the hip hop direction though. It, it's it's definitely different. I, I notice it throughout songs that there's like more auto tune, more of that mm-hmm. same kind of beat. That being said, there's definitely stronger songs on the album. I didn't listen to the whole thing very closely. I listened to it this morning while I was getting ready for work. <laughs> I yeah, I think that without the auto tune, the song would have been awesome. I still think it had like the whole island love me love me kind of base to it. Yeah. Even like the music video still had that that whole like vibe that feeling. God, when are such a, a chill group? I love it. The music video is so redeeming. The, uh-huh. the music it's video beautiful. is beautiful. It's just the camera work in. I don't know if this makes any sense, but it seems very like clear. Yeah. Like there was no there's no shaky cam, there's no blurry, like lens flares. It was I could see the members, I could see what they're doing, I could see their surroundings. It was it was nice. It was relaxing. Yeah, a lot of really good choices made there. I think that like mm-hmm. basically the music video is a work of art and the only thing I disagreed with within the music <laughs> video was uh Sung Hoon's hair. <coughs> oh boy. <laughs> Everything else was lovely. Why do they why do they do that to him? Why? Why? Someone always has to have dreads. Right? It feels like these days they're putting dreads on somebody. It's like a rule. Luckily, because I bought both of the albums, and I mostly got like his photo card. None of them have the dreads on it. I'm so happy. Yeah, I don't think that they're real. Luckily. Oh, no. They're, um, it's yarn. What? So, because um, Korean hair, you can't dread. It just doesn't work. Oh, that so makes sense. what they do is a lot of times is I think because only one of my friends here has ever tried it. And apparently, it costs like eight hundred dollars. Okay. Like, so you go in and they braid part of your hair and they take like, like do you know what felting wool is? Yeah. It's similar to that, and they just start and make the dreads out of that, and they push it through the braid. Okay. So it's not like real hair. And then to take it out, you just, like, pull it out. Okay, I was going to say, those have to be, like, clip-ins. I can't imagine an artist actually taking the time to have dreads for a single comeback, because usually real dreads take forever to maintain. They they're, they suck to maintain. I mean, it's you constantly have to be, like, take care of them. And the idols don't have that much time. Yeah, I just don't like them. I know a lot of people, it's a cultural appropriation issue. For me, it's not that at all. I don't have a problem with them having it. Like, it doesn't offend me, but I just, it doesn't look good. No. But it's, that's just me. It, it seems like they're, they're doing it because hip-hop is cool, and I want to be cool like hip-hop. So they see people in America doing hip-hop having dreads, so they're like, oh, so, so we have to have dreads to look as cool as they do. Yeah, luckily I've seen a couple other groups have done it recently. Someone in SF9 had them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they didn't last very long either. Mm-mm. They can't. It's they can't. They're not maintainable. If you if you don't have the time to do daily maintenance to make sure they stay in your hair, it's just it's not gonna work. I did love uh, Jinwoo styling though. I'm yes. probably just slightly biased. 
because I'm, I he's not my bias, but that his just his hair, the color is beautiful. Oh, it looks so good. I was very on board with the styling. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. And Mino, I hear people pronounce his name differently. Is it like Mino? Is it Mino? Mino? Yeah, I uh, I always just in my head, I guess, pronounce it like Mino from Shiny. That's what I thought they, it was. They have the same name. Was like, yeah, because but then so I was like, oh, it's Mino. I'm like, or Mino. I'm like, huh? Yeah, I I do a lot of disregarding of stage names, um, especially as I yeah. get more and more into our group. Uh, for for the listeners who might not remember, Winner all have new stage names after uh, Really Really era. So we've actually been referring to them all incorrectly. Uh, <laughs> Technically. We got Yoon and Huni and Mino and Jinu. But I I like to call them Yuni, Huni, Jinny, and Mini. <laughs> it sounds like Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Yeah. Oh my god. That's cute. Uni, Huni, Jinny, and Minnie make Winnie. That's adorable. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is too cute. That should be like a meme somewhere. But yeah, I think that Winter's gonna grow on me a little bit more, and as I listen to the album, it will probably grow on me a little bit more. I think that I prefer mm-hmm. their first album, though. Island's my favorite still. Although, I have this weird, like, sixth sense for Really Really, because it's still played everywhere here. <laughs> so I can I can hear it from down the street, and no matter what I'm doing, I always stop for the, the Nanjoahe part. And I just start dancing. And it annoyed my sister to death when she was here. Because no matter, I could be in the middle of a sentence and I would just stop and start dancing to it. That, that must be really, I don't know. I, my experience with K-pop on the radio is super, super limited. So I think I would probably lose my shit if I just heard that song playing randomly. You walk down the street and it's just K-pop. There's two K-pop songs that still play on the radio up here where I live. Uh, Really? Gangnam Style and oh. the fucking remix of Mic Drop by BTS. Mm. It's, I, BTS, I understand, but they're still playing Gangnam Style? Every once in a while, like, you can request it. I hate huh. that song. Uh, I don't hate it. It's not my favorite song from Psy, but I get it. <laughs> I'm just like, if... If an artist, if a YG artist nonetheless is going to become a worldwide phenomenon and make a whole bunch of people look into K-pop, I wish it hadn't been Psy. I wish it could have been Why Not To Anyone? Come on. Well, they they tried to do that with CL. And her... Didn't she do like a, a solo comeback? I use that term loosely. In America? Or they tried? She did release an a song here in America and it didn't stick. Yeah. I, I've never heard it played anywhere. I don't even think I've ever heard the song. I'm trying to think, but I don't never I don't think I've ever heard it. Yeah. For some reason I really don't understand why boy groups are so much bigger internationally. Maybe it's just because all the fans are female and they just naturally well, gravitate towards boy groups. And girls are more open to, like, new things, so, especially in America, boys would probably think K-pop isn't, like, macho enough, so they're not as willing to get into it, which means as the girls 
like more boy groups, then boy groups become more popular. Yeah, the only white boys I've known to like K-pop have been like AOA fans. Mm. Not knocking AOA, but there's your reason for that. Yeah, not necessarily their fault, but only so much you can do. And then next up, I know you're probably super excited for this one. Pentagon released a was it a full mini album? Pentagon released Shine. Yeah, it's a mini album. There's there's six songs. I'm gonna have to give it a listen. This song, I like far better than Winners. I was surprised by how much I liked this yeah. one. Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm surprised that I like it because they're my children. But <laughs> it was it's not actually not my favorite song from them. I wouldn't call it their strongest comeback ever, but it's definitely not bad. Pentagon has always kind of been an on-the-fence one for me. They're kind of on my radar. I I like their music, but I've never really put a lot into listening mm-hmm. to them. But I think this song is super unique. I mean, even just since I've started this sh- podcast in February, I feel like a lot of the songs that I've talked about, I've been able to say, you know, like, this is another one of these type of songs. Songs can really be grouped together, but this is this is less that way. It, this one you can't really say they're trying to sound like this artist or they're trying to cash in on this trend. Like, the song really stands on its own. Yeah, it's kind of its, its own thing. It's not really following anything that's necessarily popular right now. But, like, I like Cube artists mainly because they, like, Cube really just doesn't care, which is a double-edged sword, really, because it means their artists aren't, really that popular because we're not following the trend, but you do get a lot more unique songs and visuals out of them. So it's it's a win-lose in some cases. But I really like the song. It's not as good as Runaway. I definitely liked Runaway better, but... Yeah. It's really catchy, and I like the, the instrumental is super minimalist, which I think can be kind of like a double-edged sword. The instrumental itself, like if you were to listen to it without the vocals, I think would be boring. But mm-hmm. it really kind of works to the vocalist's advantage because it lets them shine through. And just some of the melodic lines and the harmonies in the song just sound awesome. They all sing pretty well together. Like their voices, gener- when they're not screwing around, their voices all generally match. Yeah. The unison parts sound great. They gave some of the lesser, I wouldn't know what to call it, but like the members that usually don't get many lines. Yeah, like the sub-vocals, I guess would be what you yeah, call Yeah, they them. actually gave them stuff to do. <laughs> Great to see. Yeah, I always, I would rather have a song that sounds less technically good, but uses, you know, utilizes all of the members mm-hmm. than to have a song where it's 90% one member, because we all know the songs that are like that. And it's... I mean, there's ten dudes in this group, so why have ten if you're not going to use all of them? Exactly. The, the way I see it, everyone's in there for a reason. Everyone 
can hold their own. There's groups I wouldn't say that about, but Pentagon, I think mm-hmm. everybody has it. I, I'm still learning them, but I think that Yanan is super cute. Based yes, on this music yes, video, yes. I love the styling. He is my first ever like adoptee in K-pop. <laughs> he is my first son. He's cute. And uh, as always, I really like Edon. My friend said that he's my type because he's very tiny and sickly looking. But, yes, uh, he is. Yeah, I think he's he cute. Looks... I, I always, I, I feel like I always gravitate towards short men. He is very short, very skinny. Although he did kind of bulk up, not bulk up, but he got like buff for this this one. But he usually looks like cracked out. <laughs> like in most of his photos, I have a photo card of his, and it literally looks like he shot up heroin right before they took the photo. Like, oh my god. I, I know you said you didn't care for Triple H too much, but you watched the music video, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm still confused as to what is even happening. His whole, like, suicide thing that he has going on, or, like, self-destructive. I feel like that MV is just nothing but good fanfiction fuel. Someone get on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. It's a weird video. But yeah, this was a yay for Pentagon. I really enjoyed this. I will definitely be listening to it. This is almost making me want to go back and just listen to everything else that they've done. Because I just feel like I get it now. They don't really have, at least as far as title songs go, they haven't really had a single bad one. Like, I think if you like this one, you'll really like uh, Critical Beauty. Because Critical Beauty has, it's, like, the instrumental is good, but kind of like this one on its own, it's probably a little bit boring. But with the vocals and the rapping added in, it works. It, it it more highlights their voices. It tries to, like, distract from it. Yes. I am a vocal snob <laughs> when it comes to K-pop. I know a lot of people hate that because there are a lot of idols who, honestly, they're still good performers, but they're just not great singers, and that's just the way that it is. Mm-hmm. But not to discount them, I love beautiful, flowy vocals and lots of runs and I can't sing to save a life so anyone who even attempts to sing and dance and do it on camera at the same time has my respect I can't do it I could never do it so it all it, I wouldn't say it all sounds good to me I've heard some idols where I'm like you probably shouldn't like you can tell they debuted for their face and not their voice <laughs> just like yep that's a visual <laughs> So they're like, and there's the visual of the group. And I feel so bad, but sometimes that's just what they're there for. Everybody tries. The way I look at it, everybody who has debuted is an idol for a reason. Like, no one doesn't Mm -hmm. deserve to have debuted, ever. Yeah, there's too many trainees for it to be coincidence. Right. Just even by virtue of hard work, like, you could be the saddest singer on the planet, but... If you're willing to uh, put in 14 hours a day of practice and not see your family or have a cell phone so that I can be entertained, then I'll support you. I feel bad for idols, but, I mean, they knew what they signed up for, so. Yeah, it doesn't make it anymore, like, especially when you get emotionally involved and then it's like, it's just like my cell phone never leaves my hands. Same, like it's literally sitting on my knee right now. Like, it goes everywhere with me. Like, I don't... Oh, man. See, this is why I can never be an idol. If the second they try to take my phone, I'd probably, like, bite them or something. Like, 
Rhyme me. So next up, YDPP debuted with Love It, Live It. And this is basically a Pro- Produce 101 Season 2 spinoff group. It's uh, MXM, uh, Jung Sewoon, who is a soloist, and Lee Kwang Hyun. I don't know who that is at all. I didn't watch Produce 101. I have. I know who MXM is. Barely. And I had no idea Starship was debuting a group. Yeah, Sewoon is a Starship soloist, and he's super cute, and I feel bad for him because he's a Starship artist. Starship. I liked this song, though. I don't have too much specifically to say about it because it feels like, um, feels like a Seventeen song. No, it feels like an Infinite song. Hmm. Maybe, like, early Infinite. Yeah, it feels like it came out of the 80s. It's really synthy. Yeah. It's not bad. It's not good. I'm kind of indifferent to it, like... Yeah, I think they're just a project group, though, so... Yeah. Like, I'm not mad at the song. I would definitely, like, have it playing in the background. But I wouldn't actively seek out to listen to it. Yeah. I did enjoy the video, though. I thought it was super colorful, which is always... I didn't like the video. Maybe I have this... I am kind of against, like, just having them dance around on sets. And that's all the video was, was them just dancing on a set. Yeah, I can see that. On one hand, that's what dance practices are for. On the other hand, I am a slut for good dancing, and I I always enjoy watching it, so I can't complain too much. You can see them doing the dancing in the dance practice video that they're going to, if not already, have released. Like, a music video, I think, should have, not necessarily tell a story, but just have something to it like with winners or pentagons like yeah i agree there was substance to it there was other there was things going on that kept you interested you know wanting to keep listening to it but this one i was like okay it's pretty colors for dancing it's all right especially for starship like they've been doing better with monster x so like what the heck happened yeah well this is a project group they probably just gave them like 50 bucks and told them to there's 50 bucks and some paint kids. Have fun. Go to a thrift store. It's got to look like the 80s. <laughs> but yeah, I, I definitely mm-hmm. can't disagree with you because the winner video is like such an obvious and marked step up from mm-hmm. this. Like it's better for a reason. And I think that you kind of nailed it. Like it's just fun to watch. Yeah. It's got a lot of really cool scenes, even if it doesn't tell a story or anything like that that people usually look for. I mean, it was kind of hard to go from, because as I was, like, re-listening to everything, I went from Winner to YDPP. So it was, maybe that's why I'm a little more, like, against it. But, yeah, it the difference was very apparent. And I, I kind of feel the same way about the boys, who, disclaimer, I don't know anything about them. Same. So the boys came back with Giddy Up. 
actually, I like their song though. Video still was, hi, we're some dudes, this is our set, welcome to my crib. <laughs> welcome to my big pinball table. Welcome to our box. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, it felt like another one of those, but I think, I mean, they're a smaller, not, not a smaller member-wise, but like a smaller known group. Yeah, so. I just remembered the background on them, I do kind of know something about them. The company that made them is uh, Creaker Entertainment, and they... I don't think have any other idol groups. They became famous because one of the members of the boys was a high-ranking finisher on Produce 101. He was kind of a fan favorite, but he didn't make 101. So yeah. they're another spinoff group, but they're a permanent one. God, like everyone's a 101 spinoff group. It's kind of annoying. Yeah, it's like kind of the same thing that happened after the first season. There's like six girl groups that came yeah. after, but it just kind of adds to a cluttered scene already. Yeah, especially if, like, half of these groups are temporary. Yeah. Well, that just means that we don't really need to look at them. Yeah. And that we shouldn't yeah, get attached it, to it them, makes... because... Mm -hmm. I love it's like, I love JBJ. Like, I don't... They need to keep going with that. But I think this was their last album, where they're doing maybe one more, and then they're disbanding. It's like, well, I spent all that time, like, getting into them, getting to know them, and now they're just gone. Yeah, and then they're going to have, like, 800 spinoff groups. Yeah. So you know, they're not just going to disappear. It's going to no. be a mess. Well, Hyunbin might, because he's with YG. But. Oh, yeah. Well, okay, he's YG K+. Plus. Yeah, I was going to say, they kind of, like, throughout Produce 101, they kind of shot a lot of shade at the YG K+. Plus people because none of them were very good, and YG K+, Plus is not a music company, it's a modeling company. Yeah, like, they don't require them to be able to sing at all. So, like, definitely, like, they auditioned as a group. You should watch it if you remember, because it's... Hyunbin's rapping is really good. Like, I can tell he's obviously not a rapper. They, they were just kind of like, he has a deep voice. You should try rapping. Yeah. But it has, it has, he has the potential to improve a lot. And I want to see him, like keep going especially that group that group is so good together they are i honestly i think that i've liked their music better than wanna ones i know that that's not really like their fault it's and it's a company thing but i think that their songs overall have been a little bit better than wanna ones wanna one has too many members and they don't all match up you said too many members yeah and like because it's how they pick them, it's like whoever scores like the top like eleven. Yeah. Which I don't. I think that's part of the reason I don't really like their music is because it's just eleven randomly chosen people put together instead of okay, well this member sounds good with this member and this rapping sounds good like compared against this rapping. So if we put them together, we could make this kind of a sound. It's just not to mention they, a lot of the members that won and ended up in those top eleven spots. A, are not vocalists. Like, a lot of them are rappers. B, a lot of them won, like, as a popularity contest because they're handsome or they did something memorable on the show. Like, Jisung was pretty much known for just making faces. Uh, Bae Jin Young was known for having a super small face. None of these people are really, like, the strongest choices for the group. It's just 11 random people thrown together into a group. 
which does not make for good music. I'm sorry. Like, I've gotten death threats over not liking one of one before, but I don't like them. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah, I voted all of the times that I could vote in Produce 101. I was very invested, and I was pretty much voting for uh, newest members and vocalists. <laughs> like, please. You need vocalists in a group, but rappers are more popular than vocalists most of the time. How do you get a group of rappers trying to sing? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't usually like it when rappers try to sing. I'm intolerant. All right. That, we didn't talk about the boys at all, but that's okay. It still went somewhere productive. Next up, we yeah. have uh, Oh My Girl Banhana with, with the song Banana Allergy Monkey, which is a super catchy title <laughs> that Korea probably loves. Um, I wouldn't say love, but... I don't like it. <laughs> no, I, uh, when I first heard that it was like an 8-bit backing track and it was like inspired by retro gaming, I was like, girls version of Rock Your Body by Vix, please. And it's, it's not. not. not even the song is very fucking high. It's like, when you think of K-pop, this is what people think about. When someone who has no idea what K-pop is about, this is what they picture in their mind. Yeah, this is what I... Yeah, I would say that. This is like a orange caramel. Like, but not like, good. I'm not yeah. good. Yeah. This orange caramel <laughs> at least had like really strong vocalists. This, like, these three members that they picked are not... Yeah, Hyo Jung is a strong vocalist, and then the other two are kind of just like visual slash dancer girls. So, I mean, it's super auto-tuned. I think the members sound like kind of sweet in the verses, but then the choruses come... And it gets higher and higher, and it starts to sound unnatural. And then the super loud and high oh yes that are like repeated over and over just sound uh, awful. Now that you mention it, it seems like they were trying to be like Orange Caramel, just with the name of the of the song. Yeah, like Orange Caramel was quirky, but they're kind of they have the distinction of being like the weird group that pretty much never had a bad song. Yeah, and all of their songs have some kind of like meaning, but like the videos had meaning behind it. Whereas this is just K-pop vomit. <laughs> yeah, this it, it actually kind of like straddles the line for what I think of with J-pop, which is like tiny girls Ooh, in yeah. cute outfits screaming in really high voices, <laughs> like AKB48 never listened to it because isn't there like over a hundred members now or something oh i can't be bothered i was like a morning musume follower we don't like akb48 but yeah it's it's very that and like they rotate out members so if you like a member that no one else likes then you're just never gonna see her wow that's rough yeah not not my thing again i feel bad for not liking it but it was pretty bad 
Yeah. To to clarify, I love Oh My Girl. Yeah, like they have some great stuff, but this was just Yeah. Where were they going? What was what was the like the the like board meeting behind this? Whose whose idea? I don't know. I I didn't even realize it was gonna be a subgroup up until a, a few days yeah, ago. Yeah, I thought Ben Hannah Ben Hannah. I thought that was the name of the song. Yeah. Yeah, the song's just really basic. It needs more Mimi. She's the saving grace of this group. I don't know all of their names. Mimi's the rapper. Um, She's like the singular badass person in the group. In in this group of basic bitches. That was a lot funnier than it should be. And speaking of, of badass people, EXID came back with Lady. And I absolutely love this song. I like it. It's not bad. But it, it's so 90s, like, I think I reverted back to, like, seven years old. Yeah, it's so 90s. I've heard the sample they use in, like, six other yeah, songs. Like, I'm, pretty sure, yeah, I'm pretty sure this was on, like, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air at one point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hear it. I, I really like it's just like a super guilty pleasure thing for me almost. I like the fact that the video is super low res and I like the fact that the styling is like insane. It's it's straight out of the Everybody movie. has overalls on that are only buttoned on one side. Wait, really? Like all what? the male dancers? Really? Oh, the males. I was like, when were they wearing overalls? But yeah, the backup dancers. Yeah. So this is very like my little sister, uh her bias group is B1A4 and we were there since the beginning, and uh, we remember beautiful Target era Jin Young wearing overalls only buttoned on one side at every single performance, and I always laughed at it. And then it just kind of came back here and made me nostalgic. This just brought me back to like childhood. Like this, the second it started, I was like, "This is so '90s." Yeah, like, everything about it. More importantly, I think it really breaks the formula that they've had for the past like four or five singles. Because I think that their songs yeah. were starting to sound the same, and I think they needed to do something else. Was the last one uh, Triple D or D? Yeah. D, however you say it. I didn't like that one. Like, I'm glad they switched it up with this, because it was starting to just get repetitive. Like, they were trying to do up and down over and over and Yeah, over. exactly. DDD, up and down, Ah Yeah, and uh, Hot Pink were basically all the same song. Mm-hmm. Right down to, like, the member structure and when they sang and like, okay, it's going to start with hearing being okay in the chorus and then Solji's going to do a high note and be even better. Like, I, I do miss Solji in this. I think that the group is a little lacking without her, but I think they still sound all right. She was injured, right? She had a surgery, I think. Huh. And they're right. giving her time to heal, but she's been out for uh, three singles. It's kind of a lot. Hmm. That is a lot. That's a concerning amount, actually. Oh, she's a thyroid disease. Wait. Hyperthyroidism. No, that's 2016. <gasps> I have hypothyroidism. Oh, that... Yeah, I'm really glad that the company is letting her chill out, because I know a lot of companies might not necessarily let someone sit out for three songs oh, yeah. in a row. Jackson. 
Uh, I'm throwing shade at JYP, but I'm throwing some shade at JYP. Yeah, I'm throwing a tiny bit of shade at TS for ripping BAP out of the hospital and making them perform with IV needles still in their don't, hands. But. I don't, I just, mm-mm, we don't, nope, don't get, don't get me started. <laughs> Do not get me started on that. Yeah, I, I can't love TS anymore. I can't do anything but feel bad for every single new artist that they debut. This says orbital decompression surgery. I don't know what that does. Yeah, I don't know. Looking it yeah, up. But I think it was planned that she was going to come back for this song and then she Oh my god. Oh my god. oh my god. They moved, removed part of her eye socket. Uh, what? Holy shit. It says partial or complete removal of one or more of the four walls of the eye socket. It can be bone or fat removal. What the heck? Isn't your thyroid oh like my. in your neck? Yeah. Oh, okay, there's a picture. Ooh, that's nasty. <laughs> Ooh. So basically, like, the fat and muscle just kind of build up around your eye socket. Oh, um, okay. And they have, to, they have to remove it so you don't, like, lose your eyesight. That's really scary terrifying these pictures were like terrifying well yeah in that case i guess they probably had no choice but to have her sit out if she just had surgery on part of her face yeah that's good Ho- hopefully though she does have a, a speedy recovery and a complication free recovery as uh, a honestly exid is better as five yeah all the best to her so that's some scary shit from there i have a list of teasers and i'm gonna go through mine and then you can tell me if you have any that you know of that I didn't get. The only one that I have is Vix with their like scent teaser. I'm like, how the hell am I supposed to set or tease a scent? What the hell? Uh yeah, I didn't get those videos at all, but I I don't I will take this opportunity to say that this is one of my favorite looks from them. Oh my god, those pictures. It's my it's the background on my phone. It's oh my god, they're so good. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I went out last night with a bunch of friends and we were getting drunk and uh, <laughs> my phone went off on the bar a few times, like I had it sitting there in front of me and my lock screen picture is a picture of N hugging Leo from behind and making a stupid face and people like, coworkers and friends all saw this and were like, is that like your boyfriend? What is this? Like, <laughs> oh my god, no, it's not. Stop looking. It's like, no, it's my husband. Uh, yeah, ex- explaining that I, a 25-year-old woman, listen to K-pop, mm-hmm. like, explaining that to my white coworkers mm-hmm. who are all conservative was has always been fun. Um, I also have uh, Girl Kind is coming back. Uh, they're still very Nugu, but kind of vaguely infamous internationally because their debut song was so annoying. I've never heard of them. Yeah, they're like a hip-hop girl group. Their dancing is really good, but they're super low budget and Wait their first song, Fancy. Yeah, look it up. It's annoying as hell. I think I saw like something on like Instagram where they're like, oh, it's like a hip hop group, but everyone's like, but that's not hip hop. Yeah, it's like uh, K-pop hip hop. Yeah. But... Oh my god. Just looking at like their photos and it is painfully like. Yeah. So. Try too the, hard. The best thing about. Like, all they have out for a teaser right now is, like, one single photo, and all of the members are wearing all of their clothes backwards in the photo. Like, Limp biscuit style? I have to see this. 
I got a season now. The song's gonna be called Broccoli. Um. Huh? <laughs> yeah. What? Oh my god. What is this? Yeah. What? That's about how I feel. Oh my god. This is tragic. What is that hair? On the plus side for them, they also just. Are those tattoos? Are those tassels in her hair? Oh, yeah. They're, like, fake cornrow braid-type things, I think. Uh, on the plus side for them, they just released uh, an evolution of boy group dances video where they dance, like, they start out dancing, like, H.O.T. and, like, Shinwa and stuff, and they move up to doing, like, EXO and BTS. It's pretty cool. They're really good dancers. Cool that a stylist just needs to be shot. Yeah. Oh my god, this is terrible. And uh, from there, two days until twice, prepare yourself. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. <laughs> you haven't heard the end of this. I'll, yeah, are, are you ready I'll, to have I'll, another song shoved down your throat? Twice is starting to become one of those groups that their music's very distinctive, almost to a fault. And the album preview for this is like, it's going to be more of the same, so... All of their songs are the same, in my opinion. Like, everyone just kind of blends into the next. Yep. It's JYP found the sound that works, and he just is playing it to death. Which sounds like JYP, so... Yeah. Nothing new. Super Junior is releasing a repackaged album, so that's fun. Mm -hmm. I heard about that. I'm not big on Super Junior. Uh, I am, but I'm not big on repackaged albums. I don't like the idea of them. I think the only Super Junior song that I have is uh, Own is Mamacita. I bought it because it was really good. But other than that, no. But yeah, Repackage Albums is purely a scam for money. Unfortunately, it's mm -hmm. a scam that I've bought into a lot of times. Yeah, same. The only one... Actually, no, there's two that I'm actually like not upset about. The EXO Power one, because they did that whole like comic book theme. Yeah, and because Power is just a jam. I couldn't be mad at that. Yeah. I, like, I tell people to buy that instead of the Coco Boss album. Yeah. It's much better. And then BAP, when they did the repackaged for No Mercy, and they did Crash. Yeah. Because Crash was, like, a whole lot, like, the just the album itself, like, everything included was a whole lot more. Yeah. I own every BTS album, so I own a lot of repackages, unfortunately. They're, they're big fans of how many different ways can we release this song? Yeah. How about a two-CD collection of a whole bunch of songs? I'm like, I already own all these songs, Big Hit. Stop. People are like, oh, well, Big Hit made more than like the top three combined. It's like, yeah, because they sold the same song, three different albums, to get you to buy them. Yeah. It's, it's smart, but it's not ethical. It's cheating, in my opinion. And BTS released an almost nine-minute... <laughs> video of recycled footage yesterday, which means that they're coming back, but... Um, um, I sound so excited. <laughs> they're, oh, they're my okay. boys, they're my small kids, I love them, but uh, they've been going with the same storyline for the past five or six releases, and they just kind of keep using the same footage. It's, it's lovely footage, like the footage of V jumping off of a water tower into a water and footage of Jin setting some flowers on fire, but I've already seen it and I don't need to see it anymore. Please get new stock footage. <laughs> some more B-roll. I've given you enough money. There should be so much stock footage. They can afford it. 
They should just have like an entire room full of just pictures that they can use, footage they can use. Just dye their hair black, do nothing but film them for a week, and there you go. And that's all the teasers that I have. <laughs> so today, instead of a news segment, we thought that we would uh, have a little discussion time uh, talking about some issues that we find uh, relevant and under-discussed within uh, K-pop. Today, we thought we'd talk a little bit about the training process and the process of debuting. So... This is one of the big criticisms that people who don't like K-pop have this this idea that K-pop is like manufactured robots dancing in sync and it's mm-hmm. almost I mean that that's like a horrible way to say it but there's there's some truth to it. It's not wrong. Idols mm-hmm. train for a very long time sometimes most it's very rare that you get one that's six months or less. Yeah, there's very, like very a few. Rare. There's a few notable ones. Like I know uh, Tao from EXO. I think trained less than a year. <laughs> Look what happened. <laughs> yeah. Um, another one that I know off the top of my head is Hyuk from Vix. Trained for not very long, and I remember him saying that like he felt really weird when they debuted because everyone else had trained together mm-hmm. for so long that they knew each other and everything. And he kind of felt like an outcast. Yeah. Well, it was kind of like I am in Monster X. Like, they just kind of threw him in there. Yeah. And th- th- another big piece of it is that, like, the trainees live together. And the mm-hmm. groups, more often than not, at the beginning, live together. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a really... It, it's different. But before that, you either live, like, at home or... Um, there, it's not like a dorm because they, the trainees themselves or their parents still have to pay for it, but like kind of like a general apartment where they all just kind of stay. Yeah. If like their homes are too far away. Right, because a lot of trainees don't come from Seoul, so they're kind of just yeah. And unless you're definitely debuting. Um, that's when they finally like put you in your dorm and the company pays for it. And they shuttle you like back and forth, and they feed you. Cool. So yeah, there are some there are some idols with like insane training times. I've heard of some that have trained for like six to seven years. And that's like that is longer than college was for me. That is such an insane amount of time to like do something and work at something that's still like uncertain and you have no idea if it's going to pan out for you. That's your childhood. Most of your childhood. Like, you have to really want something in order to stay at it for seven years. And Because you don't even know if when you debut, like, you could release one song and then go away forever. Which happens a lot. Yeah. G-Dragon trained for 11 years before debuting. Oh, yeah. He released... He released, like, stuff when he was, like, 12, I remember. Like, these pre-debut things, and he was so little. One of the Twice members was 10 years. Ji Hyo? Oh, that's crazy. She's super young, too. She's, like, uh... I think she's 97 line. That's not super, super young, but... Mm. Yeah, but I mean... She's, like, 20. 
So like, I just it feels like training from ten to twenty is insane, mm-hmm. and like still having to go to school on top of that. Suho was six point five years. That's that's still a friggin' long time. The longest it says is Jisol, fifteen years. Fifteen years is insane. He started training at the age of twelve, so he didn't debut until he was twenty-seven. That's super late to debut, too. That, honestly, I probably would have assumed by the time that I turned, like, 23 that it just wasn't going to happen for me, you know? (laughs) I think after the first five years, you start to get a little suspicious. Yeah. Yeah, I would have given up. I wouldn't have. Do you, like, know how idols go to school and be idols at the same time? Because that's always been something that's, like... Oh, they don't. They can't. While you're training, you can do it because they allot time for you to either go to school or have a part-time job, which is why they're usually awake like super early and they never sleep. Because they'll wake up, they'll train, they'll do school or work or both sometimes, and then as soon as that's over, they go back to the company to train. But while they're while they're an idol, they will not let you. They miss school a lot. That's why like um, jungle graduated as late as he did because he never went to school that that's like super crazy to me like to think from an american's perspective to think that that would be like allowed here if you miss a certain amount of school like the police will come to your house and yeah well i mean if you're like a normal student here that happens but they know if you're being trained for something like they know right it's just a crazy thing to think about like that that something like this would take precedence, but it's really, like, it's crazy how young people debut and how much that must, like, really change things for you, and... I don't like them debuting literal kids. I hate it. They should not... They're too young. Like, they're not even adults yet. Like, they're not finished developing. Yeah, there have been some insanely young groups, but uh, I most of the young ones don't seem to go as smoothly like Mm -hmm. do you remember gp basic yep that didn't last long yeah the the magne is uh was on unpretty rap star she's like 19 now she was 11 i believe when they debuted but it's too young and then with with especially with like the boys because they have to do military training and I don't get why you don't just send them before you debut them. I see no reason why you can't do that. It, yeah, it does seem like the best thing. Like, get it out of the way so then you don't have to worry about putting it off, putting it off, and oh my god, what are we going to do when they all go to the army? Like, we're not going to have a group anymore. Do it before they debut. Unfortunately, it does seem like younger sells really well, and I mean, it's selling to the younger demographic. Yeah. Unfortunately, 12-year-olds want to see other 12-year-olds. Mm-hmm. They don't want to see 20-year-olds. Yeah, but it does, like, oh, NCT Dream. I love them. I think they're fantastic. I think they're all super talented. But I feel like if they waited, they could be even better. See, I kind of, I think one of the smart things about how he's doing NCT is that they can afford to have, like, the members slowly start to go into the army. Yeah. Because they, he can just, like, switch it to another unit, and you still have NCT. 
yeah, you can have like multiple groups working on multiple things at the same time and just have it all under the NCT umbrella. Someone who is a fan of one group is likely to be a fan of another. Yeah. So that's I think that's one of the more smart decisions as far as that that goes. I don't like the fact that multiple members and multiple groups and you never see certain groups anymore and then they add members to a group and you're like what is going on i feel so bad for mark mark is like 19 years old or something Mm -hmm. he's super young and to think like that that must be the most stressful thing ever to just hey every group's gonna have a comeback at the same time guess what you're in every group you have to learn like five different choreographies he was born in 1999. Whoa. So he's going to be turning 19. Wait, no. Amer- that can't be. I think that sounds right. Can't be that young. NCT is very young. Wait, no, yeah, because he just turned legal last year. That's what it, okay. That is his age. Oh, my God. He. I think they should send him into the army. Give him a break. <laughs> Some time to breathe. Yeah, that poor kid. I, I just watched the full NCT all go on Weekly Idol together. It, oh my God. It's so good. There's so many of them. I can't watch it here unless I watch it on TV because it's blocked. Oh. A lot of the like the the shows they're all blocked because they want you to watch it on TV. Yeah, that makes sense. Is your Korean like fluent enough to watch something on TV and get uh, something like Weekly Idol? Yeah. Yeah. I can get the gist. I won't get all of the jokes because there are a lot of like puns that you have to know like all of the Korean to understand, but. I get the gist of what they're asking. Okay. Yeah, that was that was like one of the shows that really started getting me into like the variety aspect. I love it a lot. I'm sad that the hosts are leaving. I know. I don't think it'll be the same. I think it'll tank. Yeah, I don't know anything about the new people that they're getting. I'm I'm trying to have high hopes. And half of the appeal of the show is the host. And with that, everybody, we're going to call it a wrap for this week. Thank you so much for joining us again on K-Pop Week. As always, questions, comments, anything that you'd like to say is appreciated. Go ahead and leave a YouTube comment, SoundCloud comment. Drop me an email. My email is in the description below. You can find Top's channel also linked in the description below. Give her channel a look. She's got some awesome unboxing and some Life in Korea videos. Next week, we'll be back to discuss Twice's comeback. ExoCBX will probably be out around there. Probably something going to come out of the woodwork and surprise me that I don't even know about yet. We will be back next Sunday, and as always, have a fantastic week. Can't wait to see you again.